0: Today, on the Attorney Career Advice Podcast with Harrison Barnes, Harrison discusses the top nine ways for any attorney to generate a huge book of business. You will learn how to get clients as an attorney and to recognize that anyone is a potential client and should always be treated that way. Thank you for joining us again today, Harrison. I think the subject of today's podcast is really important for not just job-seeking attorneys, but all attorneys, because no matter what point you're at in your career, You need to be generating business. I think a lot of young attorneys maybe think that they're going into a law firm, so they're going to be given work to do. But what they need to realize early on is that if they're able to generate work for the law firm, then not only is their job going to be secure for much longer, but they're more likely to move up the ranks quickly because it shows that you're willing to contribute to the firm beyond the bare minimum, beyond just what is asked of you. That's correct. So, why don't you tell me a little bit about your? Just give me a quick background of your personal experience. What were some of the ways that you have found to generate business in your career?
1: Wow. One of the things I think that's interesting is when early on when I was starting in the placement business, I rented an office from a guy that was a personal injury attorney. And he had these signs that were up all over town and on billboards and in the back of phone books and all this sort of thing. And I thought it was funny. And, and I looked at all that stuff and, and I said to him, you guys have a lot of ads all, all over. And I was joking around and, and he had gone to like NYU for law school and was a smart guy. Hmm. And he said something like that. If you, if you don't put up all these ads and the phone stops ringing. And I thought that was interesting. Wow. Yeah, and I thought it was interesting just because that he was someone that realized just how important it was to always be generating business. And, and that was kind of how he did it back, you know, at, at that time. But in terms of how do I personally generate business, I do a lot of stuff. I certainly, we advertise, we, we send emails, we send texts. We, we use LinkedIn. We use our own sites. We ask for referrals. We, I write articles and do podcasts like this. I, the, the recruiters that work here do that, the same thing we to try to get our sites to come up high in the search engines. We I'm mm. um, trying to think of what else. do a lot of social media posts. It's really, you have to, getting businesses is, is, if you don't do it, you just, everything stops. Attorneys need to keep in mind that everyone they meet is either a potential
0: future client or they likely know someone who can become a potential future client. So tell us a little bit about how, Attorneys can form and cultivate those relationships.
1: One of the main things I think that's important for attorneys to recognize is, they just being out there and having people know you're an attorney and you're, you're in, that you exist is actually a very good way to get clients. And it's something that a lot of people that get a lot of business do. They join just these kind of random organizations that where where they could meet clients and in their neighborhood or in their industry or and that's and then when people are thinking about that they need an attorney how they think of that person so that's one way actually that a lot of people end up getting business is through people that they that they just know and it's very interesting to me just because i've seen lots of attorneys generate lots of business by just being present so being out in the community sometimes is very helpful if people just know you exist and and so people do that in a couple of different ways. One of them is physically existing, meaning you show up in different organizations. And then the other is just to have a presence in another way too. have people see you, see you, see your work out there somehow. So that could be posting on social media or, the, or those sorts of things or, or giving talks or, or holding different sorts of events for attorneys, that sort of thing. So all those things can help. Right.
0: Yeah. To the extent that you're allowed by the firm that you work for, I think it's a very good idea to post about cases that you may have won recently or matters that you may be working on and just make people aware of what you're doing. Because there's a good chance that you have people in your social network connected through social media who maybe they know you're an attorney, but they don't understand what you specialize in. They don't know what you really do. And if you just make people aware of what you're good at, you're going to attract people that you've never met before. Just because you're putting yourself out there, you are letting the world know that like, you are an expert in this particular practice area, and that can only create attention, that can only create people who are now interested in, okay, I know this person, I didn't know that they practiced corporate law, I'm actually forming my startup company right now, I'm going to go to them and see if they can help me with my articles of incorporation. That sort of chain of events, I think, can be much more common as long as people know what they're really doing. That's great. And just to briefly touch on some of the types of people who you may not realize could be clients or could lead you to clients uh, vendors, peers, even relatives, people who are in your family, former employers to an extent. Let's say you left on good terms from a law firm. Maybe they have too much work and they can't do it all. They'd like to go to somebody who they trust and they've worked with directly in the past to say, hey, we have this client who we just don't have the capacity for you want to take them on. I think there's so many opportunities to build relationships and attract clients just from the, the people exactly. in your day-to-day life. And this kind of segue, the, the second section here is how lawyers who want to get business need to talk about their work. And we started to touch on the subject in terms of posting on social media, letting friends and family know what you're working on. But I think now more than ever, We're seeing a trend where more people are hosting webinars. More and more people are hosting online events where they can broadcast their expertise. They can become known as a almost a public figure who's an expert in these subjects. So, can you think of what are some good ways that attorneys can put themselves out there to really talk about specifically what they're doing and what their
1: practice area is? what types of cases they specialize in. I think there's a, there's a ton of different ways to do that. One of the things I think is just being very enthusiastic about the work that you do, talking about it with other people and talking about it with other lawyers. And if you become like known as an expert in your law firm about something, then your law firm and attorneys in your law firm and people that leave and so forth will always mention you as an expert. So I people that are really enthusiastic sometimes are people that, can get work. I remember when I was practicing law, there was a, an attorney, and he was at a a competing firm, and but he was on a case with all of us, and when he was sending me like articles and and doing all this stuff, and not just articles, but cases and just different things, and and being a real leader in in this kind of case we were all involved in. And he was just one of it was a class action, but he was really going out of his way to be helpful to other attorneys and so forth, and. And he ended up becoming a very well-known attorney. He, by doing that, I I think that because he was so enthusiastic, people want to work with people that are enthusiastic. And then another thing I think that is very important is just making sure that people know that you're the expert with something. So I had an interesting thing happen years ago. I was in this real estate transaction that didn't go well for me, and and there were all these problems, and, and I was looking for an attorney... And when I did a search, I only found one attorney that had ever written anything about this particular type of transaction, and I was amazed. And so even though the person was in San Francisco, I met with them, they they flew down to Los Angeles and we talked, and they'd only written something that was a couple paragraphs long. It wasn't very long or significant, but because of what they'd done, I, I ended up calling them. So I think that just being seen and, and anything you can put in your bio or articles you can do or... Different places where people are looking for you are are looking for information about what you do is very important because that's how people find you. Exactly. And
0: some other ideas with that are like maintain like some sort of personal blog where you're writing about your thoughts on the cases that you're working about. Even Hmm. if you're not able to directly say what Hmm. it is that you're working on, you can still make yourself a personality. You can make yourself somebody who, much like you, you write these amazing thought out very informational and influential blog posts, and you've amassed a huge following as a result. And I think anyone who is just motivated enough to write about what they do can achieve similar results. Can, it'll take time, but they can create a presence for themselves, which will then cause people to find them organically and generate business for themselves and their law firm. That
1: yeah, way. I would say that that's true, definitely. I think that your ability to it doesn't necessarily have to be writing it can be it can be just talking about stuff or um sure videos podcasts anything yeah and just being action. known as someone that you know is interested in these matters and, and things i think that is really important yeah just you, you, people need to know you're there i think and i think that uh, what a lot of people do that's not very helpful to them is they they expect people to find them when there's nothing to find and, mm-hmm. and and so I think that really being out there and, and seeing what, however, you can do it. From my standpoint, I write about things because I'm interested in them. So some people may not want to write they may want to do other things. They may want to talk about things in a different way. And, and it could be doing podcasts like this, or it could be some, a lot of people would become very well-known doing videos or sometimes people will mm-hmm. talk at bar association events or, or, or talking in different ways and however or talk at industry events or whatever type of work you do. So I think all of that is very important to the extent of how well you can get out there.
0: Are you an attorney in the market for a new law firm job? We know how challenging it can be to find the right law firm for your lateral move, which is why BCG Attorney Search specializes in nothing but law firm placements. Go to www.bcgsearch.com and click on submit resume to get paired up with one of the top legal placement professionals in the United States. Absolutely. And just as you were talking about this, I was thinking that it may even be a good idea if you're an attorney and you want to start some sort of blog or podcast or video series, maybe talk to your law firm, talk to the partners and see if they'd be willing to, if nothing else, promote it on their channels as well, because they probably have their own marketing channels. And if you're an attorney working for this firm, you're going out and trying to do something that's going to raise the profile of the firm, I would think in most cases the law firm would actually support that and would help promote whatever it is that you're creating
1: yeah I agree do you agree and there was one other thing I wanted to bring up that I was I was just thinking about as we were talking about this topic and and I don't know if it's actually in the article that we're talking about or not but I was I remember years ago when I first started practicing law like I was very interested in how do people get business because I I realized early on, like how important that was, if you wanted to be successful as an attorney. And I, and so I ordered. There was, there was in the back of a magazine for attorneys or something. There was an ad for some expert that would teach you how to get business. And so I bought it. And, and this is a long time ago. So he sent a cassette tape, if you can believe it, in the mail. I think, and he was even older by that point. There were CDs and everything out there. There were even MP3s. It's not that <laughs> long ago, but but this guy was had been doing this so long that all he could send was a a cassette. And, and anyway, so what happened is I, I listened to this cassette and, and, and essentially what he said was you have to, you just sit down and you, and the best way to get business is you just sit down and you write a list of every single person that you know, and, and, you, and it can be whoever they are. And, and you said, most people can come up with one to 200 people that they know in different, you know, sorts of capacities. And then you just start calling those people and reaching out to them and every couple months or every month or two and just asking them how they're doing, what's going on. You never say you're calling to get business or work. You never bring that up at all. You don't even say you know, anything about needing work. You just talk to them about what you're doing and ask them how they're doing. And he said that particular thing is something that gets people a lot of business. And that particular strategy, by the way, is something that people that have become president even have followed, like something that Bill Clinton did, and other people. That sort of thing, I think, works very well, and but something that if you do, can really get you business and just creating, an, yeah. And then Absolutely. that leads to other things. And and when you do that, you're not necessarily, you know, trying to. You're not trying to tell people you you want business. All you're saying is that you're you're just reaching out and being there. And when people see you, then you become someone that they they think of. Exactly. And I liked
0: your earlier advice about uh, finding articles or other useful information videos that the the recipient would find interesting in one way or another, because it shows that you actually care about them. You're not just trying Mm -hmm. to get something from them. Absolutely. I agree. Make a list of as many people as you can find. And this was maybe 20 years ago when cassettes were still a thing and the internet was just starting to flourish. But now we have so many technological tools that we can use to you know, automatically follow up with people that we can use to remind ourselves of mm-hmm. when to reach out to people. So I would say once you have this list, start finding some tools, some organizational tools that you can use to remind you to reach out mm-hmm. once every few months or find some way to stay in touch with these people so you don't have to think about it. Because I understand so many attorneys are working thousands of hours a year. They may not think that they have time to do this sort of thing. So anything that you can do to speed up the process or
1: automate anything, I think is going to help. You, you can do to you know, just get in touch with people and, 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 and just think, I, I think that if it was me and I was starting over and, and I wanted to generate a lot of business, I would just, you work on forming relationships with people and you, you call them and you just keep you know, talking to them over and over time and eventually good things will happen. Absolutely.
0: Now, would you recommend extending that to something like LinkedIn, where you may be able to find people who you've never met and reach out to them via the messaging system on LinkedIn? How would you recommend going down that road or taking that approach?
1: Yeah, I think I'm always hesitant to talk about different things like LinkedIn. And because you don't know if something else is going to come along that's going to Displace LinkedIn. And, And so, if someone's listening to this 10 years from now or 20 years, I mean, there may be something completely different. The strategies are whatever the platform is, you need to make contact with people and you need to establish a relationship and you need to let them see that you're there. And one way of doing that, of course, is to provide interest in them. And one of the things that I think is very important that most people are missing is a sense of connection. There's most people want connection and they want to feel like there's a connection there and and many times they're not getting that connection when you can connect with people and make them feel good then then they will want to do business with you so you have to make people feel acknowledged and like you're there and you're a person and that they're a person and they're heard and seen and so forth and so i think that that's one of the things that really good business people do is they, they will connect with people in that way. And not many people can do that. It's a very difficult thing for a lot of people to understand, but it's very important. Absolutely.
0: Now, another thing that's really important for lawyers who want to get business is to set a good example. Can you tell us a little bit of what that means?
1: To set a good example? you The thing is, I, was, I remember once that, uh, when I was practicing law, I was... Uh, this attorney that I was working with had this client, and the client was a very wealthy client that was giving him a lot of business. And and he, you know, to my face, like he talked very negatively about the client, and he said he was a loser and all this. I don't know that he called him a loser, but he just didn't wasn't talking very positive and talking very negatively about him. And and that attorney sure. subsequently, big firm, and that attorney subsequently lost his job, and then he became a solo practitioner and. And just, and, and he was a very smart guy. But the point was, it's like, I knew that I never would want someone like him representing me. Why would I want, and I've also known attorneys that made up their hours, that, that weren't, couldn't trust, were dishonest, and those sorts of things. And so those weren't the kind of people that, that I would want necessarily representing me. I want to have, I, I would want honest people. And the people that I respect, have always respected the most, have been people that have, really lived what they preach and there's very few people like that i think there's a lot of people that are that are don't that are in things for the wrong reasons and don't care about the work that they're doing i was uh, had an interesting experience and it wasn't too long ago with this accountant that i'd hired and and he had hired i'd hired him to do a certain job for me and he didn't do it and then he i w- and then i had basically was the point of suing him to get the money back. And I I didn't really understand why this guy had been so dishonest. And and when I'd hired him originally, I'd hired him because I, I really believed that that he was cared about the work that he did. I, that he was like really and, and that was the impression that I had. And I was wrong. And, you know, and and I thought that he was someone that was very diehard about everything he was doing. And he said to me something I'll never forget. He said something like, I don't care about this work i'm just at this point i'm in it just for the money i thought that was completely strange yeah wow and uh, and the guy subsequently had all these problems and 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 everything came down on him but it's people that i think people that are really excited about their work that aren't don't backstab other attorneys that you know and that are just good people are are really the kind of people that if, if i was that that are important i think to for people to hire. That's unreferable. Yeah, absolutely. I completely
0: agree with what you said where you're hiring an attorney based on how they present themselves Uh to the world. So you want to hire someone who looks like they're going to represent you well, who actually genuinely cares about your interest. And it's unfortunate that people like that might put on the appearance of really genuinely caring about a client and then badmouthing them behind their back. That's just it, it, it's understandable that he sort of went down. Yeah, I mean, you know, it doesn't. I mean, it, you know, so doesn't, I mean
1: I, bad people okay. are not. I, generally, they run into trouble, but they don't always. But I would want, if someone representing me, I would want them to be very, you know, I would want them to be very good. And, mm-hmm. and, and certainly, if I, I, th- I think the point is, is what I'm saying, I think, is I want, you need to be referable and you need to look referable to other attorneys. You need to look referable to, i had this interesting experience when i was and this was a long time ago but it it actually was fairly instructive i was i was i was in ninth grade and i was in uh, going to this new school in bangkok thailand and yeah and i decided i'd been a bad student up until then and at least in middle school i've been a bad student and not the uh, had some issues and and i decided going to ninth grade that i was just going to turn everything around i was gonna be this great student and I was going to run for student council, and they brought out this leadership expert from that was flying around the, the, these different international schools from the U.S. Who was to teach leadership to everybody that was running for student council, which I thought was interesting. And uh, and they the person taught us for a week, and it was a very very interesting. But the big thing that person talked about was if you want to be a leader, like you can never talk negatively about people that. When they're not around uh, you always have to talk positively about mm. um, other people and if you have an issue with someone you can talk to them face to face but you just never really want to that leaders don't disparage others when they're not there leaders set a good example and and just things like walking down the hall and seeing a piece of trash and picking it up even if no one's looking and just just living by mm-hmm. example, and that's what a leader is. And people that don't do that are not leaders. And I think that as an attorney, like you want, you need to be in that that leadership role where you're doing the right thing for people, and you're the kind of person that that will talk positively about their clients. And if you watch the best clients, the best attorneys, I watch these crime shows all the time, and they always interview the attorneys and. The attorneys that get their clients off on stuff or don't get off, even if their client loses and, and looks like a horrible person, like the attorney never says, oh, I represented them, but I thought they were guilty too. Or the, even like 20 years later, like these attorneys will still talk about the reasons why their client's innocent, even if, you know, it's completely obvious they're not. And, and that's a really good, those, that's the kind of person I would want representing me. And that's really what attorneys are supposed to be, not uh, necessarily followers, I guess.
0: Do you want to take back control of your legal career? We have a solution for you. Harrison Barnes, the number one legal recruiter with over 20 years of experience, hosts weekly webinars followed by live Q&A sessions every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Harrison Barnes, the number one legal recruiter with over 20 years of experience, hosts weekly webinars followed by a live Q&A session every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. These webinars are packed with helpful information that you can use to advance your legal career. The Zoom ID for this webinar is 868-9816-5944. Again, that Zoom ID is 868 9816 You can also find more information by going to coaching.oar.com. What that says to me is that if you really want to be successful, you just have to genuinely be passionate about what you're doing. And I think everything else falls into place. It's pretty hard to fake passion. So if you're not truly passionate about helping others and helping them with their legal issues, maybe consider either a different career or just a different practice area where you don't have to interface with people Maybe you're working on a big corporate matter and you're doing research or doc review, whatever something that like calls out to you and speaks to you. But if you really want to generate business, if you want to bring in new clients, you have to be the kind of person who at a deep level really cares about others and the problems that they're going through. You almost have to take them on as your own problems.
1: Yeah, I had this thing like years ago and I was being represented, it was in Texas by this law firm in this issue. And the, the attorneys... And the law firm, it was it was they, it was a small law firm, but they had really good qualifications. Like they had finished the top of their class, at whatever the University of Texas school down there. And but they were it was a small firm. There were only a few of these guys, and, and and they just they approached everything just so dryly, without any enthusiasm, and so forth. And I didn't, and I, I thought maybe this is just how this particular brand of attorney in the South approaches issues and so forth. And and then we had a case, and it got up before the court of appeals. And the attorney kind of walked up and he was awkward and wasn't really able to answer questions well. And we had 20 minutes and he only spoke for like seven or eight and he didn't seem prepared and dollar was up. And, and I realized wow. right then that and the guy he was up against was a very good attorney and was completely on. So what, what I realized then and what I thought what it would it said to me was that. These guys, their firm had stayed small, and they really hadn't expanded. And they hadn't, even though they might have been very smart, they just didn't have any enthusiasm for the law. And this is actually what hurt them, and why why they mm-hmm. they stayed small. And and sooner, not too long after that, like I think that the firm got even smaller, moved into smaller offices, and so forth. And wow. and I think yeah, and I think if they had like more enthusiasm, and I think they would have done a lot. I think that the firm would have been, I think they would have would have grown. I think that what's that. It's the interest and in stuff and the having an enthusiasm for what you're working on. I think that makes a firm grow and do well and makes an attorney do well and bring in business. You want to be represented by people that are enthusiastic and not those that aren't. Absolutely. So the next point is
0: about going out and forming relationships, which I feel like we, we talked pretty extensively about that in the beginning part of the podcast. So let's talk a little bit about specialization. So why is it so beneficial for attorneys to specialize if they want to generate business?
1: You want to be seen as the person that does a, a certain thing and, or, or that's the expert in something. It's very difficult to get out there and just say, oh, i a litigator or I do corporate law. You want to be like considered the go-to person for a certain type of thing. I know one attorney that you, you might call him like the the expert and say working on patents for a certain type of lens or, or a similar type of thing. You need to have some sort of expertise and you want to be found and recommended for that. And if you don't have that then you're just you're in a you're in a losing game because you're competing against everyone else and, and that makes it much more difficult.
0: Exactly. And to piggyback off of specializing, it's still just not enough to specialize. People have to know that you are the number one expert in this niche. And that comes back to creating content, putting yourself out there, Mm -hmm. writing or talking or creating videos or podcasts or webinars, doing something that gets you into the spotlight in a sense. So that way, if somebody is searching for a term on Google that's somehow related to what you do, you Should be one of the first people that comes up on every search result about that topic because you are the expert, yeah. And there probably are cases where somebody's maybe less of an expert, but they do a better job at marketing, so they end up getting more business. Would you say that's true?
1: Yeah, I have like one example would be like, I have a, a like a not a Canada, but someone I placed years ago in the Bay Area that's an expert in software agreements and but a special type of software agreements, and so she's. She gets clients from all over the world that contact her to do those. And she's just, she's a solo practitioner. She's never really had to grow her firm. She does well. And it's because she just has this expertise. And anytime someone needs help with one of these agreements, they find her and, or she's recommended by other people and so forth. And I really, I like that. And I think that anytime someone very specialized like that and really knows something, the thing is too, is if you're a client, you know, you're so much better off like using an attorney that really understands what they're doing in a practice area as opposed to just trying to uh, are very profound. So you can do much better that way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And just moving forward in the article, the next two points are, again, things that we've covered pretty extensively. Number seven of the nine ways to develop business as a lawyer, number seven is to be familiar to others. And one thing that we didn't, specifically talk about before, but it's also just nice if you have a contact list, if you have people who you're staying in touch with, always reach out on their birthdays or their anniversary if you know that they're still married. It it's just it gives a really nice personal touch when people hear from you when they don't expect it. Uh-huh. And even more so when you're not expecting anything from them. It just creates a nice feeling in them. And that's going to make you top of mind when they do either have an issue that you can help with or know someone who has an issue that you can help with. Exactly. Yeah. And the number eight is again about marketing. So we talked about a couple different ways you can do that. Creating content is one of the best ways. And then sharing that content across as many channels as you can find. Nowadays, that tends to be social media. And if you still are not sure about where to get started with marketing yourselves, there are plenty of books and online courses that talk about marketing. And from my own experience learning about this, I would say anytime you're learning about marketing or really any subject that is so multifaceted, the best thing you can do is to latch on to the things that resonate with you, the things that you get excited about, and and do those things. But things that maybe seem outside of your comfort zone, you don't have to start with the biggest, most difficult aspects of this new skill that you're learning. You can start small, you can start with maybe creating an email list or creating a blog, something that you can accomplish. And then when you're ready to go further down the rabbit hole, those educational resources will still be there for you. So don't be intimidated by the idea of marketing because it is such a broad subject, rather just find something that you can do that excites you and focus your energy on that.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think you're right. And that's Years ago, I was going to go to business school. My girlfriend at the time, she said I, I was going to go, and then and then I decided not to go for the last second. I did go, and then I. But, and she said, well, "If you're not going to do that, then you know you need to read and teach yourself everything you can to replace that education that you might have gotten there." So I started reading all the marketing books I could and everything. And when I learned about branding and referrals and and how to create a. All this stuff that I thought was just really important to do, and and I really pushed myself to learn on my own, and I, and I think it really did help me. It made me it made me see different things that I might have been missing, and I was all self-taught. Now I don't think being self-taught is actually a good thing because I think it takes someone else to sometimes you want to be around other people that that see things that you know and can help you. But for me, it was a good thing, and um, so I would recommend anyone that's interested in getting business and so forth to to really read as many marketing things as you possibly can. There's so many good books out there and you should really just read whatever you're interested in. Exactly. Yeah. And some of the people that have helped me the most have been people that have recommended just certain books to me. And, and that was very helpful for me because it, made me much better and I learned a lot absolutely yeah so that's just something I recommend I think anybody that really wants to get better you should read as many if you want to get really good at marketing and you should read as much as you possibly can it's hugely important exactly
0: and no matter what overall the most important thing that you could do is to persist Never, never give up on trying to find clients never give up on your law firm career And you only fail once you give up. Like you're, you never, you've never actually failed in your career until you decide to leave the practice of law entirely. So even if you're out of work, you're having difficulty. As long as you persist, you will get back in the game. And if you're already employed and you're looking for ways to generate business, but you keep hitting roadblocks, or you're stumbling, or you just feel insecure and you're not sure how to proceed, same thing applies. Just keep pushing forward always find something new that you can learn something new that you can try and never give up. Thank you for your time.
1: Thank you.